Broadcasting from the Cradle of Liberty in Philadelphia. All the way to the rhythm and blues of Beale Street in Memphis. To high atop the Wasatch Mountains in Utah. This is where politically correct perception meets common sense. This is the Joe Carey Show. Hey, happy Friday. Welcome to the Joe Carey Show. It is Phone It In Friday, 801-331-8113. If there's anything, and wow, what a week. Uh, if there's anything on your uh, mind that you want to talk about in terms of local politics, national, uh, we turn the phone lines over to you, 801-331-8113. Uh, it's just, we live in uh, Popular Mechanics, which is a magazine that I have um uh, you know, just pick up and read throughout the years, just based on what's on the cover. Uh, a great magazine, just a, a little quirky. You know, if the space shuttle's in the news, they talk about the space shuttle. If something, you know, if there's an elevator disaster, they talk about how elevators work. Um, they're now, they've published a story that um, is on how to, the science behind toppling a monument Right, because you look around and that's what they do. They talk about the science of things that are happening in the news and They've now published this article on how to topple a monument. And not to be outdone, all the monument builders have uh, published an article on how to unsubscribe from popular mechanics. So those two guys are going at it. And I look at that and I'm like, look, if you really want to know, you just jump on the Internet, you Google it, and it's the science is there. But isn't that incredible? They're pulling down the monuments of uh, of Washington, of uh, well anyone. I mean, and if they're not pulling them down, they're they're removing them. Absolutely uh, amazing uh, the times we live in. But I want to start the show with an article I saw. Doctor Fauci, um, you know the experts' expert, right? Oh, this guy he's been fighting viruses since you know he was knee high to a grasshopper, which he still is, but. They've come out now. He's come out now and said, uh, Americans, they don't believe science and they don't believe authority. That's the quote, right? They don't believe science and they don't believe authority. And I think the man could not be more wrong. Well, he was more wrong. I mean, he said two million of us would die and that was wrong. So maybe that takes the, 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 the top spot. But for him to come out and say, you know, Americans don't believe science and we don't believe authority – that's what politicians do, right? When, when things don't go their way, the number one out for politicians is blame the American people, right? Something gets messed up. Well, it's the people. If only the people would have. If only we could have educated the people more. If only the people really understood, things would have been different. It's not that Americans don't believe the science or they don't believe authority. Americans don't believe that you know the science. Americans don't believe that you know what to do. I mean, think about this. We still don't know the origins of the virus. We were first told, remember, hey, give up your rights, give up your freedom, stay inside. We're just going to crush the curve. I mean, that's the goal. We just have to make sure there's enough hospital beds. Right. That was what we were told. Then when all that was over, what happened? Well, we're going to extend it for two weeks. We're going to extend it for 30 days. There's some states or, or portions of states that are still under lockdown and they're not told why. Like there, There's no definitive date. This is when you get to resume your lives. And Fauci wonders why people don't believe them. 
Right. And then we were told, you know, there's going to be essential businesses and non-essential businesses. Instead of saying, here's the standard. If you have 25 or less employees or you get 25 or less customers, this is how you reopen. Oh, you're a big business or you're a sporting business. This is the standard you have to meet. Instead of taking that approach, government decided to stay. Oh, you're a Walmart. You get to stay open. Oh, you're a small grocer on the corner store. You have to close. Lottery tickets, that's essential. Alcohol sales, that's essential. If it raises money for the government, it's essential. If it doesn't, it's non-essential. And we talked about it on this show. People begin to wonder, this is so haphazard, right? The government picking winners and losers, deciding when we're going to open, when we have to close. Where's the science in that? When you ask the governor, show us the criteria Right. The lawsuit, Integra Law is, is getting ready to file Garrett Smith and Integra Law. They're getting ready to file it against the governor and others in the state of Utah. Part of it is there's no transparency. We don't know what the criteria was allegedly used to decide why some businesses had to close and why some businesses got to open. And then Fauci says, well, they don't believe the science. They don't believe authority. You won't be transparent. You don't tell us the reason, the why. Remember the governors of New York and New Jersey? We knew that nursing homes were vulnerable. We knew that the weakest, the most vulnerable lived in the nursing homes. What did the governors of New Jersey and New York do? You came out of the nursing home. You tested positive. Instead of sending them to another facility, which were available, they sent them back to the nursing home. They're saying up to 10,000 nursing home victims in New York because of that policy. That's the science Fauci wants us to believe. That's the science and authority Fauci wants us to listen to. And then when you corner the governor on it, when you ask him about it, there's no straight answer. Look, we all know you can lie to the American public, right? Politicians have been doing it for a long, long time. But Americans begin to disengage. They begin to look at it and say, well, we don't think you know what you're doing. And they lose that trust and confidence of the American people. And when they do that, Americans just stop listening. They don't necessarily go and they grab their pitchfork or their torches. They just stop listening. They just stop heeding what they're saying. I was telling you yesterday, but you know, on uh, yeah, yesterday about Carlisle, Pennsylvania, they do this massive car show every year. The organizers of the car show are looking around and saying, "Wait a second, there's protests, there's rioters, there's big stores opening. We're going to open our car show, and we'll exercise social distancing, we'll exercise precautions." And the state of Pennsylvania comes back and says, "No, no, we're not going to let you do it." You know what the car show says? We're going to do it. Because the state doesn't have a rhyme or a rhythm or a reason to its decision. So they appear arbitrary and capricious. And so people say, this isn't fair. It's not right. And we go on and on. Remember hydroxychloroquine. The data in the field is showing it helps people. A study was put together. It was run in the highly respected medical journal, The Lancet. 
the authors say there's no empirical evidence that it helps people. It actually shows it hurts people. And The Lancet decided to run the article, even though it wasn't peer-reviewed, because, you know, it was sensitive, timely, and there was debate on it, with the provision that the authors would have to make their data available for peer review. Well, after the article was published, and after people used it to beat up Trump and hydroxychloroquine, the article's author said, no, no, we're not going to make the uh, data public. Privacy concerns. So what is the, the Lancet? It has to pull the, 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 the article. That's the science that Fauci wants us to listen to? And again, it's not an endorsement for hydroxychloroquine. I, I don't know enough. But I'll tell you what, when you have some commentators coming out and darn near saying it's safer to drink uranium, you know, when it's pure form than it is to get a shot of hydroxychloroquine, which has been around since the 50s, you got to wonder. And just look at the, the whole debate over masks. You have the CDC initially coming out and say, don't wear them. They don't help. Now the CDC is saying you should wear them. But then the Surgeon General is saying, no, don't wear them. It actually may make you more susceptible to COVID because you're always touching your face and you're adjusting your masks. Which is the absolute truth. You know, when I was flying, uh, when I fly, everybody's got to wear a mask. I'm telling you, we do not use those masks the way they were intended to be used. So we're all wearing them, but I, I don't know if it's making us more sick or not more sick. Why? Because even the medical community can't agree. And today, you know, you had the governor coming out saying, well, if we wear masks, you're going to prevent tens of thousands of infections. Today, scientists are requ requesting for that study to be retracted because they don't believe it. They're citing egregious errors in the methodology. The list goes on and on, but what the point I'm making is politicians, Fauci's following their same line of thought. If things don't go their well, blame the people. Hey, you're listening to The Joe Carey Show. It is phoned in Friday. Give us a call, 801-331-8113. We'll talk whatever is on your mind. We'll be back right after this break. of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I've had a lot of really great days back to back, which has been a huge blessing. Even my doctor told me, because uh, they asked me to bring everything in that I take on a daily basis, he was very encouraged by seeing what I was taking, and he, he said he didn't care how many I had. And he said it's food. And the form that at the end was something that he was very, because uh, he's an avid learner and he's always researching and uh, he's, he's always excited to see new things. And he told me this would be good. This will help you immensely with the nutrition that you need. 
Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a health care program. Sign up for Liberty Health Share today. As a Christian health care sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now. And you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples, and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey. That's libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Hey, welcome back to the Joe Carey Show, 801-331-8113. If there's something on your mind that you want to talk about or to discuss on the show today, um, we're talking about Fauci and him coming out uh, during an interview. And uh, the quote was, you know, Americans don't believe science and they don't believe authority. But it's their responsibility, right? It, the elected officials, they're responsible for helping the American people understand Right. And whether you're going to put a man on the moon or you're fighting a pandemic or you're you're getting the country ready to brace for war, it is the leadership of the country that is responsible for helping the American people understand. And so if the American people don't understand, it's not you can't blame the student. Right. You can't come back and say the teacher can't say these kids are so dumb. They don't understand it. They don't get it. No, that's the teacher's responsibility. And the leadership has squandered that opportunity. I mean, I see it. I I just returned from Salt Lake to Pennsylvania, and I will tell you, there are more people out today than there were when I left. And it's still the same code. We're still under the same restrictions. But people are just fed up. They, They just no longer believe. 
And some of it, I think, is just fatigue. I think some of it is just, you know, I, I've got to get on. I've got to do what I've got to do. You know, there's only a certain window of time that you have. You know, and, and Americans, we did what we were asked to do, right? We've got to crush the curve. We've got to flatten the curve. And Americans did it. We stayed inside. We didn't go to church. But then when the, flat, the, the, the curve was flattened, Americans were like, okay, we're ready. What's the next step? How do we grow out of this? How do we move out of it? And they didn't have an answer. So the answer was, well, stay inside another two weeks. Stay inside till the end of May. Then it was the end of June. There are people still staying inside for the foreseeable future. That's not sustainable. And if Fauci wants to know and others want to know why Americans are just giving up, right? Can you imagine what would have happened if Americans would have given up during World War II if we would have given up halfway through the space program? They're giving up because they don't have faith and confidence in the leadership. Because when you ask why can Walmart stay open but not the local grocery store or the flower shop at the street corner, if they, if they practice social distancing, if they practice best practices, there's no answer. If you ask the governor, why did you send sick people back into nursing homes, there's no answer. If you ask the mayor of New York, why is it okay for your daughter to go out and protest, but it's wrong for people to go to church... And there's no answer. Yeah, people begin to be a little suspect. They, they begin to question that. You know, the mayor comes out and he, the mayor of New York City, he praises the rioters. He praises the protest, the protesters. And then he threatens to arrest the, you know, Hasidic Jews who are uh, unlocking the public parks. That's because people just don't understand. And it's always easy to blame the people, right? It's, it's a great scapegoat. You have the full organs of, the, of government pushing out a message. But you got to love it when the elected officials use the line, the science is settled, right? I mean, that's what Fauci is basically saying. The science is settled and Americans just won't listen. It's rare, but it seems like our elected officials and our scientists, it seems like they know less and less the longer this virus goes on. Right, the CDC comes out. You know, uh, we've done a study, and the, the, the chances of this virus spreading when someone's asymptomatic, it's minimal. It's very low. The very next day, Fauci comes out and says that was wrong. And the CDC issues a correction that I still don't understand because it didn't look like a correction. It looked like they're saying the same thing. But they can't say it because if it's true, if it's true that the chances of this virus spreading when someone's asymptomatic is relatively small, what that means is everything we just went through as a country was unnecessary. And I don't see any politician stepping up to the plate to say that. And I get it. I get that people trying their best, right? People are, they're on the move. They're trying to make this work and triangulating and, and doing all the logistics while we're in the middle of this pandemic. And you're not going to get everything right. 
But I tell you, the solution is not to blame the American people. The solution isn't to come out and say, Americans don't trust science. We do. And we want to believe our politicians. We, we're hoping that they do the right thing, that they want to do the right thing. But you can't send out these conflicting messages day after day. You can't pay, play politics with the data. And then expect the American people to say, yeah, we trust you. It's, it's just like these mayors, right? They, they haven't criticized the rioting. They haven't criticized the rioting. They haven't, they haven't been able to bring themselves to it. Finally, there's a Democrat progressive mayor who has finally had the courage to speak out against the rioting. But can I tell you something? You know what caused her to do it? It's after they vandalized her home. So after her home was targeted, she's now saying, well, I'm really trying to understand this. I'm really trying to process this. It's like a domestic terrorism. It's unfair. It hurts when you're giving so much to your community. That's what it takes for you to, to realize what's been happening in your streets. This was the Democratic mayor in Washington state. She's the mayor, Mayor Cheryl Selby of Olympia, right? Silent on the protesters, but silent on the rioters, people burning down businesses, breaking windows, burning up police cars. You have nothing to say. But when your own home is targeted, then she comes out and says, this is really trying. Quote, it's like domestic terrorism. It's unfair. It hurts when you're giving so much to your community, end quote. That's what it takes for you to come out and speak against the people burning cars, breaking windows, and smashing stores? Because I tell you, those same thoughts she shared, shared by everybody impacted by those riots. Everybody who's lost, they're saying the same thing. Does she really think she's doing anything more? than a citizen living in that affected, impacted community or neighborhood? Than the business owner? Does she really think she's doing anything more? Does she really deserve anything more than they deserve? I don't think so. And that's it. Most revolutions, they consume their own, and that's why they die out. American Revolution was unique. Truly unique. Most revolutions, they, they start consuming their own. They're not pure enough. You're not doing everything we asked you to do. You don't believe everything we're asking you to believe. But that's it. So like if, you, if you're a voter, do you really believe that she's empathizing with you or is it just because she's been affected? Hey, when we come back, I want to switch gears tomorrow. Trump is planning on a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, the mayor has just declared a curfew. Uh, and, you know, Trump supporters have been camping out for a week uh, for tickets. And uh, the mayor of Tulsa has received information from the police department and other law enforcement agencies indicating that, well, we'll have that story right after this break. It is... Um, Going to be an interesting sight tomorrow in Tulsa. It looks like the left is sending uh, groups of people to cause unrest. We'll have that story and more when we come back right here on The Joe Carey Show, 801-331-8113. 
USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. President Trump says despite yesterday's Supreme Court ruling on the matter, his fight to end the Obama-era DACA program will continue. The president tweeting this morning that as part of the high court ruling, he was asked to resubmit on the program that allows illegal immigrants brought to the country as children protection from deportation. And he says he will be submitting paperwork to fulfill the Supreme Court ruling. President Trump once again blasting Fox News over a poll showing his re-election campaign facing a challenge. The poll has President Trump trailing Democratic rival Joe Biden by 12 points. He tweeted this morning, it's another phony poll from Fox, saying it was compiled by the same group that got it wrong in 2016, adding, watch what happens in November. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I haven't gotten a cold in two and a half years. My wife can't argue with my track record because she's seen me not get sick. My daughter got sick over Christmas. My wife got it about three days after she left. I went through both of them, didn't get sick. I tell people I like to think my immune system is armored up and I'm able to repel these simple, stupid colds. And If it isn't that, then what is it? Because I'd get at least a couple colds a year. And what has changed in the last two and a half years? The only thing I can think of is I'm taking uh, my fruits and vegetables, you know, the balance of nature. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. Oklahoma has been reporting the highest numbers of new coronavirus infections yet in the past few days. Meanwhile, President Trump has a rally planned for Tulsa tomorrow evening. And the campaign says supporters who are at high risk from the virus should avoid large gatherings like that rally in Tulsa. Meanwhile, Oklahoma U.S. Senator Jim Langford says those who are uncomfortable with attending a large gathering like the rally because of coronavirus concerns should simply not show up. Anyone attending, it is a choice for them to be able to attend. Uh, This is an optional event, not a required event by any means. Meanwhile, Tulsa officials have now imposed a curfew tonight and tomorrow to try to limit protests ahead of and during the president's rally there tomorrow. Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar is stepping aside in the race to be Joe Biden's choice to be vice president, saying this moment requires a woman of color to be on that ticket. This is USA Radio News. Hey, welcome back to the Joe Carey Show here on K Talk 1640 AM and uh, Coast to Coast via our podcast network. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the show. You know, I've got to tell you, uh, Meghan Markle, of all people, she came out and uh, she's the one, you know, truly a, uh, a princess fairy tale, right? She marries a prince and decides for whatever reason it's not for her. Well, she came out and said, look, it all makes sense now why I left the UK because I need to be here. I need to be in the U.S. to help the U.S. fight its problems. I think she's Canadian. If we're looking to the Canadians for answer, we may be done. But let me say this. At first, I was like very uh, pessimistic and uh, looked at it very sarcastically. But, but I've changed my mind. I think it's great. And I mean this. Like, here's someone who has found purpose. 
right? And finding your purpose is absolutely essential to pursuing your dream. And pursuing your dream is hard. It's not easy. You talk to a small business owner, no one works harder than the owner of that business ever. They're never off the clock. They're never on vacation. Issues are always popping up. And so I'm glad. I'm glad that Meghan Markle has found her purpose. You know, in, in, in this segment, we have on uh, Paul Swenson and Jennifer Jensen. And these are two individuals who have absolutely found their purpose. They know what they want to do. And, and I want to share part of Jennifer's journey with you. Paul Swenson, is, as this audience knows, he is the uh, owner of Colonial Flag right there in Sandy, Utah. You can go to uh, colonialflag.com. Uh, they sell so much more than flags, banners, printing, uh, just if you need it for marketing or advertising, they have it. Paul, thank you for uh, joining us again on Friday. Oh, so happy to be here, Joe. Thank you. And uh, our other guest is Jennifer Jensen, and she is the founder of Mount Liberty College. And I have to say, when I met Jennifer, it was a few years ago, this was just a dream. This was something that she wanted to do. And I mean, she was at the very beginning of that process. And as our paths have crossed over the years, she has gotten more dedicated and has found more purpose in this particular effort. Jennifer, thank you for uh, joining us today. Thank you. So, Jennifer, let me start with you and just ask, you know, Mount Liberty College, can you tell the audience a little bit about it? What is it and what are you looking to accomplish with it? So we're a brand new liberal arts college, which means we study the classics, we study the great books, we study the original sources. And that's how we learn history. That's how we find truths and principles. And um, and and hopefully then that helps us as we start to get that broader education and understand what happened in the past. It helps us with the future. For instance, um, Aristotle had something to say about Bernie Sanders. And if we don't read Aristotle, we don't know what he said. And and then we're brand new to the situation and, you know, basically starting over. And there are many people like that all the way through history that teach us these things that we can still use today. What inspired you to start a uh, a college? Like there are people who, you know, they're in tech, they're inspired by something in tech. I mean, a college is... That's a big deal. What inspired you? What was it that you experienced that said, you know, we need this? Well, I think there's many students in K through 12 that go to charter schools or other types of schools where they um, are more into the classical liberal arts, where they read more of these classics. But once you get past high school, there's nowhere to go in Utah. It's either, you know, go all the way back to Hillsdale or St. John's or something like that. And they're really far away and they're really expensive. And we felt like there needed to be something like that here in Utah, that there's enough students who want a really great education that, that we need one here in Utah that will teach the same way. Now, uh, Paul, how did you and Jennifer meet? Well, you know, uh, interestingly enough, uh, Jennifer has a, a amazing event coming up here with David Barton and Tim Barton 
in August, and uh, uh, you know, knowing that we're we sell patriotic stuff, and that uh, uh, they wanted to enhance that, and also they're looking for uh, you know some assistance uh, financially with it. She, we spoke actually, and uh, super excited to hear her story. And we started checking the boxes. We know all the same people, including you. And so I realized that this is someone I want to work with, and it's an amazing story. She's passionate about what she does, and and uh, you know, in, in today's uh, environment, to have uh, these young people going to a college setting to actually learn some of these classical liberal, liberal arts items is uh, is something you just don't get. And, and, and they're starting to push people that uh, that would teach that uh, out of the schools, out of the campuses now. So I'm super supportive of her and love what she's trying to do and I uh, just thought she would be perfect for this segment. You know, Jennifer, let me ask you this. There's got to be, you know, every entrepreneur, everyone who's pursuing their dream, they all face the same thing, which is, you know, there's a thousand people, maybe 10,000 people telling them why this won't work, why this isn't a good idea. Um, I'm sure you've encountered your share and I think a lot of them mean well. I think a lot of them say it because they don't want to see you get hurt. They don't want to see you you know, lose money. That I don't think it's from a malicious place. But how do you tell the audience those experiences and, and why you've been able to say, you know what, I, I've got to do this? We definitely experienced a lot of those 10,000 people telling us that it wouldn't work. So I know exactly what you're talking about. But I, I guess it comes down to just watching. I, I have my own kids that are already going to college and it's really hard to um it, it's just it's really hard to watch what they're learning and what was that jennifer can can you can you hear me i i wasn't sure if you could hear me yeah um Anyway, sorry about that. So, so watching my own kids learning things that I don't think they should be learning, or you know, things that aren't really education, it's it just has kept me going. And I found to dream as we we started with our first year last year, and so we had ten freshmen. We were hoping for twenty, but we got ten, and and it seems really small, and it is really small. But we got ten really amazing students who wanted to learn. And they've just had a, a, a wonderful year and feel like they're really getting that education that they wanted. And and watching that makes me keep going. I just I love to see people learn and I love to see people excited about it and and their face light up when they make a connection. Well, let's talk about the uh, the event that Paul mentioned. You have a uh, David Barton and his son coming up. Tell us about that event. The particulars. When is it? Where is it? How do people get tickets? And uh, more importantly, why? What what will they be speaking about? So, um, I'm hoping everybody knows who David Barton is, but just maybe just in case they don't, he lives in Texas and he's a historian who collects. Um, original sources and original documents and artifacts. And so he understands history much better than most people because of that. And that's basically following our same educational idea at Mount Liberty College. So we really felt like it was right up our line. And so we contacted them and asked them to come and speak. We want youth to hear and we want their parents to hear. And so we have this workshop. It's August 10th through 12th. During the day is for students, 15 to 25. And in the evening, 
they'll have a separate workshop for teachers and parents and just adults who want to come. And they'll be talking about things like the principles found in the Declaration and the Constitution. They'll be talking about what makes America unique and about fake history and how to spot it and how to how to find those original sources yourself and be able to learn from them and all of those kind of things that that we need. And I, I think it will be an amazing time. I think if you come, you will learn so much. It will totally be worth it. And, uh, and where can um, people get Joe, tickets for the you, event? How do Joe. they register? So you can register on our website. If you go to our website, it's mountlibertycollege.org. And that's all spelled out, so M-O-U-N-T, mountlibertycollege.org. And on the front page, there's a link to it, and you can go there and register. It's We've tried to keep it as inexpensive as we can. It is a three-day conference, but we've tried to keep it as inexpensive as possible. It's going to be held at Paradigm High School down in South Jordan, I believe. So <clears throat> so it's a really, it will be really, really wonderful. If you want to know if the government really has a right to lock us all down, that's the place to come. They'll tell you. You know, we are talking to a Paul uh, Swenson and the uh, founder of uh, a new college, Mount Liberty College, right here in Utah. Paul, do you have time to uh, stay on for the next segment for a little bit? I just have a few questions I want to follow up with you on. Do you have time? Absolutely glad to. Thanks, Joe. Okay, we'll be back right after this break on The Joe Carey Show here on Talk, 1640 AM. about to hear a commercial for a very unique mortgage team that has a very specific advantage that could save your family monthly and lifelong money. Two things you should know. One, we were started by a dad and his son and his wife and his sister-in-law, and we've grown to be a faith-focused mortgage team that's helping families across the U.S. We're faith and family at our core, and we don't hide it. Two, we've still stayed fairly small, on purpose. We're only about a couple dozen people, a makeup that we believe lets us truly know every person that calls. But we also have a big advantage. Our company is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, a reality that often allows us to get you a better rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a health care program. Sign up for Liberty HealthShare today. As a Christian health care sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now and you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples, and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey. That's libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y.
With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Hey, welcome back to the Joe Carey Show. We are uh, speaking with uh, Paul Swenson, the uh, owner of uh, the Colonial Flag uh, right there in Sandy, Utah, and uh, Jennifer Jensen. She is the founder of Mount Liberty College. And, uh, Paul, you know, Jennifer said something that I just wanted to follow up with you on. She talked about the importance of history and and how it teaches us and inspires us and, and warns us. And that made me think of you. I know that you have been very passionate about history, about making sure that we remember those lessons, that we preserve those lessons. And I just wanted to ask you, where does that love of history come from in your life? You know, um, yeah, you know, the more complex you get as a, as a culture side, you know, the, the wider and deeper your roots go into the past. And I think that you know, we, we experience the past um, as individuals and, 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 and in the decision making. I, I look at you know, balance sheets and spreadsheets of the past to make decisions that work. Uh, the same sort of thought goes into how we decide where we're going forward using our past or history to, to help in those decisions. But I can't look at a spreadsheet about our financials from a previous year. If the numbers are wrong, it's lying to me. And I can't make a good decision for next year. The same thing with our past. You know, if we try to make decisions going forward as a country or as a state or community, how can we make decisions based on fake or false information from the past? And so I've always thought that anybody that's involved with telling the truth about the past, and that includes interpretation of that because there's multiple interpretations from things seen from different angles. You know, we've, we've had uh, events. One thing I think is exciting, and I'm glad that, uh, Jennifer, you're having this, is you're going to have a display there from Brent Ashworth's collection. There's some great artifacts. I love Brent's collection because he talks about the past, and he has relics and artifacts that show without interpretation, just like your classical education from source material, without interpretation, there's a piece of the past. And so uh, we can't understand the future without trying our best to understand the truth about the past. And that's, that's why I'm so passionate about it, Joe. Hey, Jennifer, let me, uh, let me just close out with you and say, you know, you've pursued this dream for a long time. You've been working at it. You've sacrificed for it. You're getting ready to start your dream, and there's pandemics, there's riots, but you pull it off. Despite everything, you have opened uh, your school, uh, Mount Liberty College. You have your first class. And I, I just want to ask, I mean, how did that feel like when you opened those doors for the first time and your students, that first initial class, they were there ready to learn? What, what was that feeling like? 
It was pretty amazing. One example is a, a an associate of mine, Gordon Jones, who teaches there also. He almost was in tears to think that we had students who wanted to learn so much that they were willing to dare to try a new school, which takes a lot of courage. And um, and he's wanted to share. He's he's a little bit older, and he's wanted to share this sort of education with with students for for just forever and has never been able to do that and and it was a huge dream for him too and and um yeah he pretty much was ready to cry when he saw the students Mm. there ready and it was just it's been a really great year to just watch everything come together and and i mean not to sound too religious or anything but i feel like i've seen a lot of miracles and a lot of really great things happen as we've tried to pull this together and it's just, it's been a really great experience. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Paul, Jennifer, thank you for uh, coming on. Jennifer, please keep us posted on the uh, progress of the school. And uh, one more time with the event, if you could just share the uh, date time and the website. Yeah, it's um, their, their leadership David Barton and Tim Barton, and they're August 10th through the 12th. It's a Monday through Wednesday at Paradigm High School. But um, to find out more about it and to register, go to our website, mountlibertycollege.org. So Mount is spelled out M-O-U-N-T, mountlibertycollege.org. Thank you, Paul. Jennifer, thank you. We'll have you uh, back on. Have a good weekend, guys. Thank you, Jennifer. Oh, yes. And we are so grateful for them. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Jennifer. You know, I've got to tell you, it is uh, amazing. Like I said, I I saw Meghan Markle and and she came out and said, you know, her instinct, right? That's how she phrased it. This instinct I had that I had to leave the United Kingdom. She said it all makes sense now because she was destined. That's her word. She was destined to help fight systemic racism in the United States. And good news for us, she hasn't ruled out a career in politics. And at first, I I rolled my eyes and thought, oh, boy, another activist celebrity, that's the last thing we need. But then, you know, I I thought about it, and I changed my mind. It's, you know, good for her. You know, Jennifer Jensen, she wanted to start a a college that was based on the, the teachings and principles of the founding. Good for you. And she would not let anything dissuade her from that. And believe me, it is tough. It's tough to start a business. It's 10 times tougher to start a college. And I'll tell you why. Because you have to convince parents that this brand new college that no one's ever heard of, they're going to get a superior education there. And you're fighting a lot of voices that are telling you, don't go, don't do it. And when it comes to your kids, you want to make the best decisions possible. The best. But Jennifer went out and she did it. And I got to tell you, it, it is tough. You know, I work with a client now. And he, he sells baked goods. And this man is on the move all the time. I mean, whenever I call him or he calls me, he's in his car, he's at work, he's... He's hustling. And he used to have a nice job in corporate America. And he said, you know what? I have a passion. There's something that I need to do. There's something that I have to do. 
So he left and he opened up his own baking business. Then it was growing and it was doing well. And then what happens? COVID-19, the pandemic. So the stores, the outlets that he would sell his pies in, they were all closed. They weren't selling anything. They, just, they weren't open. And he did what millions of other Americans had to do. They had to look at it and say, you know, what, what do I do now? And I've got to tell you, he could have made the decision, yeah, I'm going to go back to corporate America. This is just too hard. It's too much. I can't do it. The sacrifices required are just too many. But he didn't. We were put in touch with each other, and he said, Joe, how, how do I change my business model? How do I do this differently? And I've got to admire that. Instead of throwing in the towel, he says, how do I make this work? And we said, look, let's look at the online marketplace. We know you can't sell in the stores. They're closed. What if we started marketing you online? What if we did a aggressive push at farmers markets the ones that are open and I've got to tell you he's working just as hard if not harder now to make his dream work because this is his passion and like most business people I know their passion isn't the dollar their passion isn't oh I want to make all this money I mean that's a byproduct of passion in business, but that's not why he does it. He has these great dreams of what he wants to do. And this, this was going to be his doorway. This is the, the stepping stone to achieve what he wants to do. And I hope that all of us discover our passion. And then we have the, the courage to pursue it. I hope we have the courage to say, you know what? There's going to be a lot of uncertainty here. There's going to be a lot of ups and there's going to be a lot of downs. But I'm going to do it because this is who I am. This is what I believe in. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's what makes us as Americans, as a country, truly unique that we really believe we can achieve and be anything. It is the weekend. Enjoy your time with family and friends. And remember, there's three simple things you need to do. One, take the time to get right with God. And through him, you're going to find your passion. You're going to discover your purpose. So get right with God. Be kind to family, friends, strangers, those with differing opinions. Stay tuned. Brian Hyde up next right here on K Talk 1640 AM. We will be back on Monday. <laughs>